Welcome back to our podcast, Navigating the True North. Hi. And today we're going to talk about what it means to be the light. Yeah, and why it's so important to be consistent in being a light. Mm -hmm. And even what being the light looks like. (laughs) (laughs) So stay tuned. Yeah. What's up, y'all? We are back for our next episode of Navigating the True North, and we are going to dive right into today's topic. Well, not quite. Oh, yeah, that's right. We need to give them an update, right? Yes, give it an update. Uh, So last time we talked about home buying. Right. And how it can be super stressful. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we both shared our stories, and you're in a situation where... I am... On a home search, not quite yet, but just the stress of trying to figure out what I am going to do because we live in an apartment now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> With like what? How many boys? <laughs> Two boys. Yes. Uh, and then uh, my husband and I are in the process. We put an offer down. Uh, so we were talking about this and expressed our frustrations and, and how we were waiting on that phone call from the realtor. Yeah. So we ended our podcast and then since it was our very first one... We went and listened back. We were satisfied. And then Except you... for the ending. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, we just, we're apologized. I think that's going to be a growth thing for us. We need to figure out. How to wrap it up. Yeah, how to wrap it up. So if these next few episodes, it's a little, you know, uh, the ending, please have grace for us because. We're figuring it out. Yeah, we're into this whole thing. We're not pros. No one's helping us. We are just. <laughs> Except Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all. Uh, so yeah, we apologize for the ending. Okay, but the update. For the update, yes. So you were typing in the description of our podcast what we talked about. So it'd be up on iTunes for you all to see. Yeah. And you press the period button on that statement. Literally. Literally after the period, my realtor called and told us that they accepted our offer. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. I think about it every time. I'm like, how did that even happen? Well, I feel like you were, like, jumping down, up and down more than I was. (laughs) Well, I think you were, like, for me, super excited, and I was like, OMG, this is really happening to us. Yeah. It's so weird, though, because, like you were saying, some people would automatically call Mm -hmm. that coincidence. Yeah. But I beg to differ. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the, the timing is just, like, so spot on that it's totally from God. Yeah. You know, it it was insane. So congratulations. Hey, yeah. And we are closing in on the house uh, next couple days and moving right in. And it's kind of been a whirlwind, to be honest. Party at Lindsay's house. Hey. <laughs> Summer on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> So look, we are now going to dive right into today's topic. Today we're going to be talking about being a light and what it means to continually keep that light on in a world that is sometimes dark, how we live day to day with just doing that. And Lindsay's going to lead us through that. Yeah, you know, and that's what you're talking about, how we live in such a dark world. I feel like it's either A, getting darker, or we're realizing realizing now in day and age it's really dark. Yeah. Because of social media, uh, we have a TV, we have constant communication with each other. And I don't know about you, but at least when I go on Facebook and I'm rolling through the feed, 
I hardly see anything positive. Yeah, and it's so much pressure, too. Yeah, and so not only is it, like, telling you about all the bad things happen in the world, Mm -hmm. then it's telling you you're not enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you're not enough, you're too fat, you're too skinny, you're too ugly, you're too tall, you're too whatever. You're not busy enough. Yeah, (laughs) you haven't done anything with your life. (laughs) Uh, So there's just constant, constant darkness, and so... I think it's easy to get super discouraged because you are who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And so if you surround yourself with those darkness and those conversations, like, it can really take over your life. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But I'm going to kind of give you an example of how, you know, I shifted my perspective on how I can on a daily basis bring the light, you know, to whatever situation I'm in. Because that's what God's, God has called us to do, is yeah. to be the light, to be like Jesus, you know, to walk in his ways. And I, when I went to grad school, I got my degree in counseling, mm-hmm. and I ended up uh, doing the school counseling route. And the way I operate, you know me pretty well, I like real conversations, yeah. and you know, kind of hashing out with people. Uh, so when I went to my program, my thought process was, I got to be a middle school or high school counselor. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was like, there's no way I'm doing elementary school, one, because they can be really disgusting human beings. <laughs> They're like <laughs> little humans with snot coming down their nose yes, yes. and cry about everything. And I just didn't feel like I would be able to sit down and have a real conversation with them. Mm. So I was like, mm, I don't want to do elementary school. Uh, but... This is another podcast topic for a different day, but God directs your paths in ways that you didn't think you would go. That's right. And God opened up the door for me to be an elementary school counselor. Wow. And what I can say is I learned so much uh, just about how to, quote unquote, navigate certain situations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and And I realized, you know, that little kids go through so much more than you think that they should go through. Yeah. For example, because I never surrounded myself with elementary students that often, I didn't think that they would get sexually assaulted, raped, abused. I mean, everyone kind of knows that, but when you are finally sitting next to a kid and hearing that, I mean, it's heavy. I mean, I had a first grader. A first grader wow. tell me she was sexually assaulted. I can't imagine. And, you know, and how she was been in and out of foster care system. And I had one boy show up one day from school and there was blood on his hand because his dad punched him in the car. Mm. And so I had to, as a counselor, write these CPS reports. And um, I sat there one day. And I was like, am I really even making a difference? Right. I mean, here I am coming in as a counselor, sitting down with them 30 minutes uh, once a week. Mm. Maybe I see them on the playground. Maybe I see them at lunch. But what am I doing? Right. Like, do you see how that can be? I do. Like 30 minutes a week. A week. And then they have all those hours that they're with their family or other situations. And so... I was finding myself getting super discouraged. Uh, But at the time, I was dating my now husband. And, you know, I would share with him my frustrations and my stories, of course, keeping the kid's name out of it for confidentiality purposes. Uh, But he's like, you know what, Lindsay? You're literally just called to be a light in that moment. You know, no matter what they're going through, you have that 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to show God's love. 
to them. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I can show God's love, and really, I, I may never know if I have any kind of impact yeah. on that kid. Yeah. You know? But God doesn't say, oh, you'll see the fruit all the time from right. your labor. He says, you know, walk with me, do what I've called you to do. And that was for me in those moments to be the light. And I hope that at some point, you know, a kid along the way could pick something up. But at the end of the day, you know, God is doing work that we can't see. Yeah. You know, and so we had to focus in what the gifts God's given us and uh, to go forward with that. That's right. And, you know, you make a, a good point in feeling like, I guess, unvalidated and what can my 30 minutes a week do, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But even in the midst of, like what those children are going through on a day were going through on a day to day basis and still might be going through. Yeah. You were probably like the only mm. light that or one of very few yeah. lights that embedded their dark spaces. Mm-hmm. So that is a very important role and it's easy to lose sight of it and think that we're not really making any impact, like you said, because you might not necessarily see the mm-hmm. results of yeah. what you're instilling in these children. But I think it's really great that you continue to follow it through. And I commend you because I don't know if I could do the whole counseling ah. of snotty nose little brats. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I, I, I think you'd be really good at, at middle or high school. You could just tell them how it is. Right. <laughs> Put them in a corner and be like, you gotta, you know, suck it up and do something about it. Um, no, but you make a really good point, you know, that um, it's, you just, it's a simple things, right? It's just, it's a simple act of kindness, simple showing the light. And, you know, I, we can do it every single day. It doesn't yeah. have to be on a big scale. Right. It doesn't have to be in the counseling room. It doesn't have to be you know, in an auditorium or at a church. I mean, yeah. do you have something similar, right? Yeah, I and I completely agree with you, like, speaking life to me right now <laughs> because I literally have to do this or try my best to on a day-by-day basis <clears throat> just, like, in the lives of my children, mm. right? So yeah. I have to continuously do my best to be a light in their life and to lead by example and to show them the mm-hmm. same grace that my heavenly father shows me. Yeah. I have to show that to my children. Right. <clears throat> and I have to teach them how to do that for other people. Yeah. And I think one of the hardest things for me in similarity to what you were saying is that I don't always see the fruit of it like right mm-hmm. away. And then even sometimes when I'm trying to be a light in their life, I don't think that they're picking up on it and I can't see that they're yeah. receiving it or learning anything from it. And mm-hmm. it can be really discouraging as a parent to continuously walk in that path day by day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you though, one of the most rewarding things of my life is hearing other people tell me the light that they see in my children's lives that I might not necessarily see Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. when I'm at home with them. So my youngest boy, Caleb, he's nine years old. Um, He is at a place in his life where he's like Mr. Cool Kid. He's listening, but he's not. And He's so busy. He's uh, so cool. Like today when I walked into your house, he was like half listening to me. Like I was like, hello, are you there? Right. And he's like, oh, hi. Yeah. And I was like, where is this attitude, buddy? Yeah. That's my life every day. <laughs> so 
perfect example, right? I don't think that he's listening all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm not thinking that he's picking up on what I'm showing him about leading um, by example and being a light and speaking up for wrong. And But one day, I get an email from his teacher mm-hmm. that says, I just want to commend you on the job that you're doing in raising such a great young man. He spoke up on the behalf of one of his friends today who apparently was being bullied. He asked wow. what he could do to help. Wow. He um, pretty much let me know that I needed to do something about it. This is the teacher telling me this. And, and your son is nine years old? Nine years old. Nine years old. That's crazy. Yeah, and so she just commended me, and it made me feel really good because I don't get the opportunity to see Caleb stand up for people at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think that he's listening to me when I say – be a leader and don't be a follower. Don't yeah. just do what everybody else is doing, especially when it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to hear that um, just made me feel really good as a parent and reminded me to continuously be a light every day. It's not always on like this large platform scale, like yeah. you said, yeah. but I have to be a light every day in the lives of my children. For sure. And, and the cool thing is, is that Caleb wasn't just a light to those girls that he stood up for. Right. But he could have been a light to that teacher in that day. Because as working in elementary school, I know it's not often that kids come up and tell, hey, this person's bullying this person. You know, most times they keep it quiet or they're afraid to speak up. Yeah. And so for a teacher to see that, at least when I was a counselor, if I saw that in a student, it would... It would brighten my day and just kind of have hope, really, for what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. The things you're teaching. And, like, oh, wow, like, I'm showing you how to, how to be the light, and you're actually doing it. <laughs> right. You know, so that, that's pretty awesome. And, again, he's nine years old. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird that I also have a teenager, my mm-hmm. oldest, Antoine. Yes. And I don't know if any of you have teenagers, but they live in some far-off land called teenage land i know nothing about this land they eat different foods they wear different clothes they do not believe in certain things like hygiene Uh, so (laughs) but one of antoine's youth pastors at our church approached us one day after service and was like hey um i know you've been going through a lot with antoine but i just wanted to let you know that he is doing a great job in leading in our youth groups Mm. He openly shares his experience. He leads by example. And because of that, he's created like an atmosphere where other teenagers want to share their experiences. Wow. And I'm looking at him like, my, my son? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, your son. You know, I don't know what you guys are doing at home, but he's picking up on it and he's doing a great job at doing it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm not saying any of this to brag about my kids because... We have our shortcomings. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that it makes me feel really good because I don't always see it at home when I'm attempting to be a light in their life and instill certain values in them. Mm -hmm. But Um, it's working. Yeah, yeah. And and to go back to Antoine, your oldest son, I mean, for a teenage boy to share thoughts, feelings, express what they're going through, that's like next level. (laughs) I mean, and you know, yeah, we're not bragging about your kids, but that... That is incredible that your son can do that. Yeah. And in doing that, he's allowing others to feel comfortable and have a safe space to do so as well. Yeah. And so in that, everyone's growing together. Right. It's just, it's it's crazy. And I think 
the biggest takeaway that I can think from today's podcast or what we're talking about for me is that keep going. Yeah. Keep being the light because you never know um, the impact you may have and you may never see it. Yeah. You know, I go back to like my counseling days and um, I had this one special girl I worked with and I, I think about her often still. I don't know where she is. I think she's in sixth grade now. Aww. I pray for her daily, and I don't know if, like, whatever I did would truly impact her from the years to come, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. And and hearing that story, at least from you and your perspective being a mom, you try to show light to your kids every day, um, and to hear that they've picked up on that and they're acting on that gives me hope that hopefully the girl that I used to work alongside her with that I'm praying for still can, you know, show the light in her life as well. Yeah, and I think for me, I'm going to piggyback on your takeaway because it's very similar. I've been reminded in just having this discussion that there's a scripture that says some plant the seed, Mm. some water the seed, but it's God who brings the increase, right? Yeah. So I agree with you. All we can do is just keep planting seeds, keep being a light. And trying our best to be consistent with it and believing that someone else will come and water it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we're the ones who are watering yeah. by being a light, a seed that was planted in someone else's life, mm-hmm. you know? But I think the biggest takeaway of it, again, consistency. Yeah. It's so important to just continue to be the light that God has called us to be. Yeah, and I love that word, consistency, because it can apply to so many levels in your life different areas in your life yeah and you don't see growth until you are consistent correct (laughs) (laughs) well that's all we have for you today yeah don't forget to join our online instagram community Mm -hmm. at nttn podcast yep until next time bye